Russ and I don't get to go birding together very often, but we do make a point of getting out one particular Sunday in February whenever we can. Superb Owl Sunday, which I made into a personal annual tradition back in the 1980s. Some years I've not been able to go birding, and many times Russ's schedule hasn't allowed us to celebrate together. But the very best owl photo I ever took of the most cooperative boreal owl in the most perfect light ever was on Superb Owl Sunday 2013. That was on the only day of my big year that Russ and I could get out together. This year has not been great for finding owls at the Saxon Bog. I suppose I could blame it on something trendy, like supply chain issues. But some winters, owls do just fine further north and don't show up here. People at the bog have seen a great gray owl every now and then this year, but the birds are apparently finding enough food at night that they don't need to sit out in the open by day. Great gray owls don't mind people too much as long as we don't approach uncomfortably close, but ravens and crows can be very rude when they spot a great gray, so the big owls prefer to hide out by day if they're not too hungry. On my two trips to the bog so far this year, I've not lucked into seeing one. I did get fairly nice, if somewhat distant, looks at a barred owl at the bog this year on New Year's Day. Then on January 31st, a great horned owl turned up in my own yard in early afternoon, sitting in a very exposed limb in a big deciduous tree for several minutes. The bird seemed to be actively hunting, noticeably checking out the neighborhood squirrels and my little dog Pip, so I instantly brought Pip in. Great horned owls start nesting in January and February up here, so I'm assuming this was a male searching for food for his mate, and if they've already hatched for his tiny nestlings. No way could a great horned owl carry off an eight-pound dog, but he could easily kill her and eat her in place or carry off chunks for his family. I think the local pair is nesting somewhere near Lester Park. On February 9th, I noticed crows harassing a different great horned owl behind my daughter's backyard. That owl was roosting and trying to evade the notice of local crows. It was too tucked in against the trunk for Walter to pick it out, and the crows drove it off before my son-in-law made it to the window. Any glimpse of an owl should be plenty good enough, but I was still disappointed that Michael didn't get to see it. That was it for owl sightings in 2023 for me, so I was filled with eager anticipation on Superb Owl Sunday. Russ and I headed to the bog, and sure enough, one of our very first birds of the day was a northern hawk owl. It was extremely far away, almost beyond what Pete Dunn calls the distance of conjecture, so it wasn't at all satisfying from a photographic standpoint, but in birding, as in baseball, a win is a win, defined on Superb Owl Sunday as seeing any owl. Even better, 
Owls are not the only birds, and we saw plenty of birds up close and personal, especially one of my all-time favorites, evening grosbeaks, which were visiting all the feeders. Their pleasant chatter formed so much of the soundtrack of my life for the lovely decade when my children were little, back when evening grosbeaks were abundant here, that hearing them is balm for my soul. I couldn't help but hold my phone up for a two-minute recording behind the visitor center, the sound in the background of this podcast episode. In addition to that, I got splendid photos of evening and pine grosbeaks, a pine siskin, and Canada jays. Russ and I came home happy and satisfied with a beautiful day of birding. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.